Welcome to the podcast. Actually, just kidding. This is where we, we gather here today to mourn the loss of a real one today, boys. Uh, but to I'm, I'm Spencer Gilliland. I'm not your host, but I'm still talking first anyway. I don't know why we do this. Uh, sitting across from me, legs extended as always. Uh, the Tendy Man, Robith and Robbie Owens. <laughs> people spell it give me tendies with legs is shaking all my other co-host uh what was i gonna say he has butterball harrison brock here we are how's it going what's up harrison's not fat i just (laughs) that was the only thing i could think of i might as well be he did eat 47 chicken nuggets i I did it was, no, it was, it was 37. It was 37. <laughs> it was 37. The other we don't guy have to talk about that now. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting too happy because yes. this, this, is, this is a sad day. Today we say, we, we say goodbye to the podcast, but not actually. Does somebody else want to explain this? I feel like I've been talking in one continuous sentence. I will briefly go through it, and then we can kind of um, explain some of the things that are going to change. Um, okay, so uh, long story short, um, we... We're not doing the podcast anymore. We're done. <laughs> We're retired. It's over. But we're at, we're starting a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know it. He, he goes to another school. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I think we all decided that it was time to start a new um, kind of, um, I guess, structure what we're doing a little bit differently, a little bit better. Uh, when we started this approach uh, about a year and a half ago now, right? Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, it was more of just a... More of just a joke, uh, not, not, or, or really less, less of a joke and more of a excuse to hang out, an excuse to yeah. kind of get together and talk about Which things. Which it still is. It yeah. still very much is. And kind of, kind of just talk with with each other about about life and um, I don't know whoever wanted to listen, uh, but we were pretty much um, we pretty much resigned to the idea that only our friends were listening to this. Yeah, um, it quickly went yeah. from three people to a lot more yeah so this was <laughs> yeah. it was definitely something that we didn't expect along the way but i also think that since it's getting here now um it is it's better for us to create this this starting point this this focal point where everybody can can recognize the the beginning of of our our podcast and like a podcast we're actually going to um you know put time and effort into which we were before but, to be fair yeah but i mean like i mean we, you might not have been we're we're looking at it we're lo- i'm just saying we're looking at it from a different lens now it's less about um yeah about making making something being, for us yeah it's more about for yeah actually producing content people uh, yeah. other than us would like yeah can you guys just hold my hand I, through this because i'm, yeah, I'm trying I, to figure out i how think to the best it. way i know to describe it is we started a podcast that we called the podcast mm, because yeah, that's a problem yeah yeah but, <laughs> we but didn't we, think that one through yeah. well we did we just we didn't care, we didn't care. you know it yeah. was just it was just a fun little thing that we were doing just for the heck of it you know just give it a shot excuse to hang out like you said but as we started 
gaining listeners, we realized that, okay, we need to start taking this more seriously. So we started putting a little bit more effort into it, adding some structure, some Which, jingles. I got to say the back half of the podcast is way more, li- oh, way yeah. more uh, approachable 100%. Yeah. than the first half. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would strongly advise against episodes one through <laughs> 11. 11. No, no, no. 11 was the Grizzlies. That was the first one we actually yeah. planned anything. Yeah. So but, one, th- one through 10. But so it started off as let's just get together, hang out and talk while we have microphones recording, it evolved into let's create a show, let's create an experience. Are we going to announce the new name? Can somebody do a drum roll? Yeah. Can you just add in a drum roll? Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> that too aggressive? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, speaking of sorry. <laughs> Yay. Uh, the product of a, how, how, what time of day was it when we came up with this? Was it like 12 p.m.? Probably. It was, it was late. Like, it was like 11 it was 45 12 p.m it was 12 a.m you're right i had it backwards i can never yeah. get those straight late enough to see demons crawling on your ceiling <laughs> so it was late it was late well to fit, fit to fit the new era this is the beginning of a new era the death of an old one our new the new name will be sorry comma we tried period <laughs> period we're very yeah. punctual and do we have the new instagram handle uh, we're 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 uh, going to transition yeah, over. We to that. are going yeah. to. By the time you are listening to this, we will have a website called sorrywetried.com. We bought that uh, URL, boys. We also Here we go. We'll have a Instagram page. What, what's the Instagram username, Robbie? We have uh, to figure that out based on what's available. So we'll put we'll just put we, that yeah. in the show notes. Yeah. So okay. we will we'll we'll get that figured out yeah. and then. We yeah. for sure have the website. You can find all the information on there. So just yeah. go check that out. As you guys can see, we don't have all the details this is still kind of in flux but yeah. we also yeah. need to start this because yeah. it's already like almost march yeah. Yeah. basically this is a rebranding and we're just we're revamping the show we want to make it better easier to listen to and more enjoyable for you guys so please give us feedback but what yeah. what what the point of this episode is and since this is the funeral of the podcast the in memoriam yeah episode. the in memoriam uh what we're doing is we're planning, we haven't worked all the details out yet, but eventually all of the old episodes will be archived. They will yes. be gone. They'll be on a website or something somewhere. We'll release be in details some, soon. some dark corner where no one can find them unless you really, really want to. <laughs> but but they'll be available still. They will be. They will be. want to see where we started off at. <laughs> it's been a journey. It's It's been a journey. Yeah. <laughs> but this episode... Uh, because oh, this and, is and one more thing before we move on a uh, big announcement we will not be on soundcloud anymore i almost forgot about so that if you if you listen on soundcloud we thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it use a better app we, we really appreciate <laughs> just to call you out it. but we're going to be transitioning over to podcast specific uh distributors so check us out. Uh, we, we, you'll be able to find the podcast on things like uh, spotify apple podcast you know the google podcast you know any, anywhere else that you listen to podcast is where we'll be your local applebee's yeah <laughs> but anyways yes so if you're listening on there we think on soundcloud we thank you but look for us somewhere else because you won't be able to find us there soon basically our plan is and you know we're in college and we're and some of us are working cough robbie cough um the the plan could change and we could make less content but the the current plan is to do one big episode a month and then a couple smaller uh, mini episodes. Mm-hmm. So y'all will have more of our content. Yeah, you get more of us. Is, so, that what, is that what people want? 
Um, we're about to find out. Nobody's <laughs> ever asked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so like the plan is like one roughly hour long episode a month. It's not gonna be an hour long. Somewhere around there. We've never made an hour long episode in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but but we'll do something like that once a month and then the rest of the month will be either like interviews with somebody or movie reviews or fun games you know we'll, just 15 we'll, to 20 we're gonna play with maybe 30 minute form yeah, content pieces of content yeah and then the the normal episode will be like normal podcast length yes but yeah that's about it i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be a good move yeah i am too well but but the point of this episode and we're we're just trying to prepare you guys a little bit uh, just so you don't have to go through the grueling task of listening to God knows how many hours of content that we produced, <laughs> if you can even call it content, uh, we went through and uh, we selected the best of the podcast. Yeah, and some of our favorite this is, moments. This is a time capsule forever so that anytime you're like, you think back and like, oh, I miss when they were idiots and Robbie ended the show by burping into the mic. Well, that's a thing. We didn't put the burp in here. That's not in the best of because no. that wasn't funny. That was just gross. But well, you can go find it in the archive somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But the best moments, the most thoughtful moments, the most emotional moments, uh, the, the will all be preserved here for posterity. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, does anybody have anything to say before we transition into this uh Whirlwind review of where we've where we've gone. I I just want to take a moment to thank people for actually listening. Oh yeah, that's like probably that, important. That was a pretty big shock. We yeah. we expected like three guys from the small group might would listen to fifteen minutes of <laughs> yeah. one episode. Yeah. And I mean it. There's times where we had over a thousand listens on an episode. Mission so Viejo, here we go. Th- thank you very much for all of the support. It, it's been crazy, and we're excited to see where this goes in the future. Yeah. Hopefully there will be even more of you once we start trying. Yes. We're yep. we're we're gonna make this better. Bigger yep. and better than ever. Well, uh goodbye to the podcast and hello to sorry, comma, we tried, period. <laughs> do do we have to No we don't no, out the punctuation don't look up the word comma. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find it. Yeah. It's just sorry we tried. Yep. I just think it yeah, adds more emphasis. Adds more emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all hear that thump? Yeah, the door the closing. Door closing. Oh, I thought I was like, it's, it's a metaphor. Did you have anything? Right? It's, 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 <laughs> it's the it's, door closing. When but that God, means another one when, opens. When God closes a door, He opens a window. <laughs> Do you have anything wrong? Uh, I was just gonna kind of go along with what you said and say thank you to everybody that somehow miraculously <laughs> is still with us. Yes. Um, if we lost you along the way. Um, I'm Come sure we could probably send we you tried. a gift Come basket back. or something. <laughs> yeah. The more we say the title in context, the more I like it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, yeah, kind of what Harrison said, we're committed to doing what we can with this, and hopefully you guys stick around. Can we can we all give a uh, twenty one gun salute to the, the the old days? What what's the Bruce Springsteen song about the old days? The good old... I don't even remember. I don't know. We could definitely <laughs> harmonize nerd to get out of here, though. Oh, that, that'd be... That's a, that's that's a throwback. Do you want to do it one last time? <laughs> one last ride. One last ride. We've only done it Let's one do time, it. so we act like we do it all the time, but we don't. Ready? We did it a few times. Ready? Who wants to start? I, I go. I come in last. Harrison so. set the pitch. Nerd. Nerd. Gotta ruin it every time. That was good. All right, y'all. Uh, enjoy the montage, and have a good day. Uh... Drink some water. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll see you next time. Text your grandma. Brand new podcast. Ciao.
the question then is, is uh, who is sponsoring this episode? Um, I think this bear. I think this the, bear. This is episode sponsor. is sponsored by Teddy Bear. Thank you, Theodore Roosevelt, for the plush, soft invention that comforts children at night. This specific teddy bear. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I was looking down and I was looking deeply into the teddy bear's eyes. But it, this is the saddest. We just teddy lost bear. whatever viewer we had left. <laughs> this this is the saddest, now. the saddest bear I've ever seen. Like it's. Oh my gosh. It looks so sad. Like I just want to know who hurt this bear and why. Oh man. But thanks for thanks for the support, bud. We appreciate it. It's okay, just how I say so, it. So funny, ra- funny random fact was when I first met your dad, when I walked upstairs, when, like, the TV was trail. on, the TV was on, and he was on a treadmill behind the couch watching <laughs> the TV. Okay, finish Dad's your story. falling asleep. All right, no, 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 he's fallen off the treadmill before because oh, I've been playing video games, and it's like the first-person shooter games, and so, like, I'm running. Do you running. give your dad PTSD flashbacks? No, no, I didn't even mean it like that. Like, I, it, that's, no, that's not even why. The reason's even funnier. Like, it's because my guy will be running, and he'll think he's the guy, and he's running, and so when I turn a certain way, like, he'll turn, too, and he'll fall off the treadmill, and that's why he can't play the game anymore. He can't watch me play the game anymore. So he think he gets oh too immersed in watching you. <laughs> and he thinks it, it's him. He thinks like, it's like, like one of those yeah. AR immersive video games. Because yeah, I'll be playing and I'll just boom behind me. And you talking about can trash cans against I heard right? no, I heard something yes. outside my window late at night one night, and Dad went outside with a fork and his gun. <laughs> Because, because he couldn't find his knife And so he grabbed a fork And he had his gun like this and his fork And he walked outside that with it That is the most gay thing I've ever heard I've never felt more safe in my life Than watching a full grown man Like stocky like head touching the ceiling With a freaking pistol in his hand oh And then a fork underneath it A lock like, in one hand a fork I, in I, the other I don't know who's scraping on my window I was like but you are about to get stabbed with a fork Robbie, we can call Caleb and ask if this is what they do. I didn't think about we this. We could get the inside scoop right now. We could. Try to call him up. Okay, but like Eric the Chuck E. Trim this down to where it's smooth and seamless. But Chuck E. Cheese actually gave a statement and said the claims in this, made in this video about Chuck E. Cheese and our pizza are unequivocally false. No conspiracies here. Our pizzas are made to order, and we prepare our dough fresh in restaurant. Really? Which means they're not always perfectly oh, uniform God. in shape. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he answer? What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what did I miss? What happened? Dang it! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody fill Hi, me Caleb. <laughs> Caleb just said, "Long John Silver's." This is Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you are on live with the podcast. We have a question for you. Can can I can I be? Yeah, yeah, Spencer. This? Yeah, you want to? All right. Do you have a, Do you have a second to talk here, Spencer? You want to ask him this question? <laughs> okay. So Caleb, you you work at Chuck E. Cheese, correct? Caleb. Hello. Caleb. They got to him. Call him back. We have to know. It says fresh made Hello. pizza hey. literally everywhere. Hey, how's it going? 
Good. Good. Can you hear us now? I'll come back over here and... Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Caleb, are you asleep? <laughs> Caleb, cut the crap. We need information. <laughs> Caleb, have you been drugged? What? This is not rehearsed. We did not okay, tell him to do this. So I know he's like talked and walked in his sleep before. Did he answer the phone in this? Caleb, I'll, I'll let you go. Hold on a second. What is happening? Did he answer what? the phone in his sleep? Because <laughs> I'm so confused about what just happened. I'm really lost. Was he asleep? I have no idea. I really have no idea. I don't know what's going on right now. Hello. Hey, Caleb, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Firefighters rescued a woman who had been tra trapped in a septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> For possibly two or three days. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Did we unplug the mic? Oh my god. I love how they had to give like an estimate two or three days. Yeah. What are you doing in septic tank for two or three days? So. <sighs> okay, finish. Okay. okay. I want all of the details. So. So Breathe. they were doing some uh, con some work on her septic tank and some construction in the area, and she got concerned and went out to check something outside, and then she <laughs> and then she fell through about a two by two foot hole. What? <laughs> that was rusted through the metal top of her septic tank. So they had right. to get a special team. That is um, the, a special group from the fire department in the rescue team. The septic squad. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? What are we? Some kind of septic squad? <laughs> no, no. This is. <laughs> We should make a t-shirt with septic squad on it. <laughs> yes. Link in the show notes. Call the septic squad. It's called the septic squad. Septic squad. Septic squad. <laughs> then we say call in the septic squad and the back is like a fake phone number. Mayday, 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 mayday. You could the, just scream now to describe the, the first hour and a half of the movie. <laughs> there's a okay, so there's like a there are humans in this. You see their legs. They jump into a car and drive away. They dump this weird cat monster, one of these weird cat monsters, in a bag on the street. <laughs> and then there's all these weird cat monsters that start circling the bag. And then this the main cat pops out of the bag. And then from then on, for the next hour and a half, they just walk around the street. And a cat will show up, sing a three-minute song about who they are, and then Idris Elba, who looks like a naked man, <laughs> because his fur color is the same color as his skin, he comes up, makes them magically disappear, and then it cuts to another cat who does the same thing. This goes on for an hour! There's weird CGI mouse monsters that have the faces of human children. There's cockroaches with the faces of human children, and they get eaten. Everything about this movie is terrible, and I regret it. There's nothing good about it.
There's nothing. It's not funny. It's not enjoyable. It's just disturbing. And I wanted to die the whole time. It feels like I'm still watching Cats. It's still replaying in my mind right now. It never leaves. It's a ghost that will never leave me. I am peeking the mic so hard right now. It's so bad. It's not even funny. That may be the best two minutes of the podcast we've ever had. I'm not finished. <laughs> they keep saying Jellicle Cat. They say Jellicle Cat so many times in the movie, I wanted to shoot myself. They never explain what a Jellicle Cat is. It's never explained. It's a main point of the movie. What is a Jellicle Cat? What is it? <laughs> Why are cats magic? Why can they make people disappear and reappear? I don't know. The whole plot of the movie is that these cats want to die. They're competing to see who dies. The audience, that's who wins. We all want to die. People's hands glitch and turn into human hands. The effects aren't even finished. They didn't even have the balls to finish their crap movie. They released it unfinished. People's fur glitches. It glitches like a PS2 game. It glitches like a Skyrim cutscene. It's not even finished. I finished. I can't think of anything more to yell about. I'm done. The winner is Cats. <laughs> This is amazing. So a, a part of my my role uh, with the college ministry is we're trying to create a presence at MTSU. Um, so all three of these guys had just graduated high school, and this is their first semester <laughs> at MTSU. Um, and so I, I knew all of them through high school infinity, but not like intimately or like really, really closely. Like we all knew of each other. But anyway, uh, so one of the places at MTSU, there's a bus stop, but there's also a pedestrian bridge that crosses the road mm-hmm. o- over top of where that bus stop is. And I was I was walking across it one day and I saw a guy. It, it turned out to be Spencer. It looked like it could be like like the cover of an album or whatever. He's got like one leg propped up against the bus stop and he's leaning against it with his backpack. Well, because it it's takes the, 40 minutes for the bus to come. Yeah, the bus, the bus schedule is horrible. And I'm like, Spencer, Spencer. <laughs> and I, I just can't get his attention. I mean, there's traffic going underneath us or whatnot. So I'm yeah. like, OK, well, he's never going to believe that I saw him. So I'm going to take his picture. So <laughs> I blow up my phone. I take a picture at the bus stop and then I just go about my day. So fast forward like maybe a, a week forward, maybe a couple of days, maybe not a full week. I'm back at MTSU. I'm in the student union building and Spencer literally walks like, I don't know, 10 feet away from me. His class is there. His, his, his whole class. It's not just him. They're they're like leaving their class. It was a really nice day. They're going outside for class. And so I see him coming. And again, I'm like, Spencer. And I'm like, OK, he had to have heard me, but he didn't, didn't he didn't I acknowledge didn't. me. At I didn't all hear it at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> this is enough. Something's got to give. And I get, so I have two pictures, one of a bus stop and one of him sitting outside with a class. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? And so uh, I get the, the great 
great idea of getting a number blocker app on my phone. A burner phone. <laughs> a burner phone yeah. app. There you go. And so uh, I actually, hold on, I'm pulling up the text because I don't want to. I don't want to mess this up. Um, and so I send him. Uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Just scroll, a piece scroll, of background. Scroll. I hate being prank called. In high school, I get prank called all the time. And I would spend months trying to investigate and track the people down because it would drive me insane. It would scare me. Yeah. I hated it. And so, I still hate it. <laughs> so basically this happened two times because one was from the, the burner phone app. And the other was from your actual phone. Number. But the other one was from my actual phone. I used the burner phone because I didn't know if Spencer had my number or not. And so <laughs> Which I did not. <laughs> basically, um, I had to uh, I had to do this whole thing twice. So uh, I sent him I sent him hello Spencer. And then no reply. Like all lowercase, yeah, I'm pretty sure too. All, all lowercase. <laughs> to make it even creepier. <laughs> no, so, so I was, my plan was I was going to use all number for vowels to make it seem like computer animated, but that was, that was too difficult. So I just send, hello, Spencer. And then there's no reply. And then I go, are you having a good day, Spencer? So I did decide with every text I was sending, I was going to say Spencer just Which to make it weird. Which made it even creepier. <laughs> and then uh, no reply. And so then I said, did you enjoy your class outside today, Spencer? <laughs> and, at, and at this point, I I sent him the picture of himself sitting outside. <laughs> and Spencer texts back, "Who the crap is this?" <laughs> I'm not because I'm around. scared of my life. I'm like, if I if this person is stalking me and I get killed, they can just throw me in a ditch, and my parents would never know <laughs> because they're gone. It's a, yeah, he goes, "Who I'm the crap is this?" And then he goes, "I'm not playing around. This isn't funny." And this is okay. The timestamp on this is 12:45 to 12:47. So within two minutes, he sends all of this. And then he, the last one he sends is, you better explain yourself or I'm reporting you to campus police. <laughs> so uh, at this point. Because everything looks like I'm being stalked. Yeah. I, I missed all of the subtext. I'm like, I'm being stalked. I'm going to die. So my whole premise was I was trying to recruit Spencer into a secret truth-finding organization at MTSU. <laughs> so so my, my, my mind had played the entire semester out to where I was going to send Spencer to the library at like, like at certain points in time. No, no I, I had it all planned out in my mind. Like oh I was going gosh. to like write notes and like hide them in the library and make him use like the Dewey Decibel system to go to go and find them. But you're way overestimating my interest in anything. No, see, I thought you were going to go for it completely, oh but I can't take full credit for this because there was a co-mastermind in this whole plot. I haven't heard this And part. that was none other than, uh, what, Vengeance in the Night, Mr. Robbie! <laughs> Mr. Robbie! No. Yeah, so. You were part of this? Yeah, so Robbie, Robbie. Never. This is so much better. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie was a part of it the entire time. So he played a couple key points. Wow. You suck, Robbie. Yeah. Get so, off my show. So at first, at first I couldn't decide if I was going to be oh like a secret love interest texting Spencer. <laughs> Which is, that would have been more awkward. But I figured that would be crossing like emotional boundary lines. And oh so I was Lord. like, and then Robbie, Robbie would encourage me to go with like secret shadow success. Which uh, none of it society. looked like any of that. <laughs> so, That's what oh you're going gosh. for. But, but then Robbie also played a huge role in that. I, I mentioned earlier, I didn't know if Spencer had my number or not. So I got Robbie to help me. I Robbie, remember yeah. you. 
Yeah. So Robbie, Robbie, <laughs> Robbie texts Spencer and he was like, hey, do you have Pastor Caleb's oh number? Gosh. I need to talk to him. And Spencer's like, that's no, I that. don't. And so that's oh, when you my dirty little rat. <laughs> this is not phone, okay. When my burner app wanted me to start paying money, <laughs> I, I didn't, wasn't going to do that. I was like, that's a no. And so I had Robbie kind of go undercover to determine whether or not Spencer had, had my number. So uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was, it and was then he switched to his normal that's number. Amazing. So then it looked like two people are stalking me. I get even scared. <laughs> Which was part of the whole society. It was a secret shadow society. It was going to get that better. was recruiting you. It was going to get so much better. Like yeah. even that day. So like the, ne- <laughs> the next plan text was supposed to be. Oh, okay, so if you didn't answer immediately after that second text, he was going to be like, "Let's try this again." Dot dot dot. Mister Gilliland. <laughs> I gave him your address, dude. I, he was going to put your address. Down. It was going to be the greatest thing of all you time. You think that would have gone over <laughs> better? <laughs> I would have called the actual police. <laughs> like, thinking back on it now, oh it probably gosh. wasn't the best idea. I remember telling him that too. I was like, yeah, we, we probably should have thought about this. But I, I oh do want to say this. Well, my favorite part think... was the smash cut right afterwards. So he's, I said, like, I'm going to call the cops if you don't tell me who this is. And he goes, hi, this is Caleb West. <laughs> yeah. No, so my, oh, my God. With, what Spencer said, I'm gonna, I thought for some reason you said, I'm going to report this number. To, that might have been on the burner app. I'm going to report this number to campus police or something like that. And so my mind immediately flashes to like, uh, what do they call it? The in, uh, MTSU has like a local paper. What's it? Oh, yeah. Like the sidelines. Yeah. Sidelines. Thank yeah. you. And so like headline next day, like <laughs> campus minister arrested for stalking student. That was what I was afraid was going to happen. So I, I, I texted Robbie and I'm like, I'm pulling the plug. I'm done. Yeah, so I'm out. yeah my text said, hey, Spencer, this is Caleb from the gathering. I was working on MTSU student organization today at the student union building. I was sitting right inside those doors and said, hey, but I guess you didn't hear me. I, I did it. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I snapped oh a quick God. picture and couldn't resist. Sorry, buddy. You forgive me, man. You know this number? No. I was going to say answer it. It'd probably just be a telemarketer. Don't call back. <laughs> probably. Who are you looking for? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not a realtor. I'm sorry. Put him on speaker. Harrison, no. Put him on. Don't do this to a poor person. Put him on. Put him on. While he's on the phone. Um, put him on. It's not realtor. Do you have a daughter? <laughs> is, your, is your daughter named Molly? Okay, uh... <laughs> This is going to be kind of awkward. Uh, my name is Robbie. I was her boyfriend in fifth grade. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm sorry I'm not a realtor. No. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make that awkward or anything. No. I didn't know how else to describe myself. <laughs> It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, you have a yeah, you have a good one. All right, bye. Oh my god! Shout out to you, Molly. I'm really confused. What just happened? Why did she think I was a realtor, though? Can you explain what just happened? Oh well, she she called. <laughs> it was incredible. And I was like, hello? And she's like, well, maybe I have the wrong number. I was like, well, probably. Who are you looking for? 
And she's like, are you, are you a realtor? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a realtor. <laughs> and then she told me her name and I was like, that's really familiar. Are you and serious? I was like, can you say it one more time? And she's like, well, this is my name. And I was like, oh, well, it's because I dated your daughter in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're still in my contacts. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. So you, her daughter's fifth grade boyfriend is still in her contacts and well, she thinks it's a realtor's number? We were, we were friends we were friends after that. Oh my but gosh. I, don't, I didn't know if she would remember me or not. But still so she thinks your it. number is a realtor's yeah, number? Confused. That's amazing. Know. She's like, Well, you're in my contacts. And I was like, Well, I, she's like, How do I know you? Well, I don't I don't know. You, Jerry, and the professor head back to the village. I wanna kick Pepe. <laughs> Wait, who, what, hard yeah, in the me. back of the spine. Break his, break his spine. Me. You can't kill Harrison. Paralyze him. I don't want to kill him. I just want to paralyze him. And then we had to deal with a dwarf in a wheelchair. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we push him around in a wheelchair? I, I want to kick him as hard as I can in the spine. It paralyzes me from the waist down. <laughs> And then y'all have to push me around in a wheelchair. Let's just recap real fast. Okay. Jerry kicks Pepe as hard as he can in the spine, <laughs> paralyzing him from the waist down. For the rest of the adventure, Jerry has to push Pepe around in a wheelchair. <laughs> the three of you return to the village and prepare to attack. You join the battle alongside Pepe, Jerry, and the professor. You leap onto the soldiers and tear them apart. You have four arrows in you before you're done. Pepe rolls through the battlefield, firing bananas like a madman. Jerry hoists the wheelchair over his head and throws it as far as he can. Pepe is still strapped in the wheelchair as it flies through the air. Pepe takes down monkey soldiers left and right as he flies through the air. And this is where the AI takes over. The battle rages on. Suddenly, the, war the world fades for a moment. You awaken the castle and realize you are still a werewolf. Pepe runs toward you. <laughs> Harrison, read this line of dialogue. This is incredible. You have to say it's super inspirational. And say it loud so the mic can pick it up. Oh, so this is what I have to say? Yeah, this is you. Okay. What kind of leader leads his own team into their own deaths? A leader, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to lead you all to your deaths. Good luck. You grab a throwing knife and throw it at King Uba. Then you run. You're, you run as fast as you can. You feel your feet leave the ground. Your heart beats wildly. Pepe is still on the ground because he can't walk. He reaches his hand towards you. It's the last thing he'll ever reach for. You see it as a blur. You feel the wind blow from your back. No! I knew you were going to kill him! You did this! You see King Ubunga's fist coming straight at you. The professor... The professor's not dead?! What? The professor Watch is standing this. right behind him with his, uh, the, the king roars in pain, stumbling backwards. The professor is standing right behind him with his trusty crossbow. He fires a bolt into the back of Uba's neck. Pepe, use your bananas. Pepe isn't dead yet. He shoots a last banana at Ubunga straight into his ears. This is his final attack. He gasps and utters his last words. I hate you. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> You see a giant armored foot heading straight for your face. You go unconscious. I love My that last your last words were, I hate you. <laughs> That's what would happen. You broke his spine, bro. And then I threw him at him. It's incredible. Oh my god, Harrison, you're not dead! What? You're in a small room. King Ubunga's dead body is in front of you with an arrow protruding from his back. Pepe is standing, in there, is standing there. How are you not... 
dead. Pepe? Just lucky, I guess. When I got up, I ran to the wall and jumped on it with my feet. I could feel the vibrations from the arrows coming. Spencer looking me in the face right now. What? What? I want to stab Pepe. <laughs> we killed Ubunga, and this is how you want the story to end? Through the heart right now. <laughs> and then the story ends. Through the heart right now. <laughs> Leave room for the sequel. Through the heart. Stab him. Kill him. Gut him. Whatever you have to do. Jerry stabs Pepe through the heart with his flaming sword. Jerry gives a, a smug grin. He says, Pepe, I hate you. <laughs> Harrison, here's your second last words. No, you don't. Pepe dies. You say, he saved my life. Robbie, this is you. Pepe didn't save your life. I did. Now let's go find more bananas. Jerry steals all the bananas and throws the professor over his shoulder. Haha, ha, I'm glad he's dead. You and the professor walk through the forest laughing. Jerry is evil now. He kidnaps the professor and steals all the bananas, jumping through the trees like a madman. Wario weighs over 900 pounds. <laughs> Lu- Luigi weighs 60 pounds. That's <laughs> a big boy. <laughs> who, who does? Wario. Wario. Okay, new fight. Ready? Wario versus <laughs> Wario versus diabetes. <laughs> who, who wins? Wario versus, Wario versus chronic heart disease. <laughs> Why is Wario so fat? <laughs> How does the motorcycle not break underneath oh my him? Gosh. <laughs> Over 900 pounds. <laughs> you call the kidnapper and try to negotiate. Yeah, who is it? Mr. Norbert and uh, your mushroom sub awaits. <laughs> what? This is the perfect plan. <laughs> Make Wait. him think we're, the, we're <laughs> delivering his sub to him. Hold on. I'll go get it. Norbert enters the basement and comes back with a sub. <laughs> wait, that, wait a second. The, the van has a basement? <laughs> wait, wait a second. No, no, no. No, no they're at 7 so, now. <laughs> so you went down there with the kidnapping victim and came out with a sandwich. To give the kidnapper the sandwich. Who is down in the basement. <laughs> Maybe he's on the top floor. Oh man. Okay, send Scooby in. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna cause a distraction. Okay. <laughs> Scooby causes a distraction while Norbert steals the envelope. I want to dress up as a woman. <laughs> in real life? Yes, or in the game? Both. My wants and <laughs> just leave it there. It's like in Scooby Doo 2 when he dresses up like a lady. Or is that it the, was the first, first one? one? It's the sneak him on the plane. So you want to dress up as a woman? Yes, and um, this is real Bugs Bunny stuff ooh, right here. Ooh, I want to, uh, f- I want to, f- I want to fake, um, giving birth. Yes, I want to fake. I want to fake my water breaking. <laughs> so Scooby leaves, dresses like a woman, comes back, and then says, "Oh my God, my water just broke." You gotta go get the get the file. Wrote me, wrote me, wrote <laughs> me. I'm regnant. <laughs> Rhyme regnant. Ryan Reynolds. 
How does Scooby's speech impediment work? Is it every first I don't know. letter is replaced I, I, by an R? I was going to say, I didn't want to butcher that. Okay, right, so but... just a quick fact. If you watch this? modern Scooby-Doo stuff, he doesn't have a speech impediment. He just talks like a person. Yeah, I know. Like the, the Scoob. Well, they've been doing that in cartoons and stuff for a while now. The Scoob movie or whatever? Apparently it's getting <clears throat> backlash for that. All right. Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very ready. You are not willing to exchange the body, so you develop a plan. Scooby comes back dressed as a woman and fakes his water breaking in order for Norbert to be a- have time to steal the papers. Scooby pretends to go into labor. Norbert is a caterpillar that can exchange a jacket and gain superhuman strength. What? This is a joke, right? All right, let's do this. Did you add the jacket part? No, the AI did. Wait, so what? What? What is this jacket? What? I put on a jacket and it gives him super strength. strength. So steal the envelope and get out of there. Can we knock all of them out while they're attending to me? No, then then they'll be on to us. What, figuring out the truth? Yeah, they'll come. They'll come too and realize that we beat them up. If we beat up the mayor, we're going to jail. What if we, we solve the murder? Him? Well, then we're murderers. We've already killed two people in this story. <laughs> we turned a guy to mincemeat, speared him on a brick, but and then he, left him. He's still, he's still, sp- <laughs> he still spoke after that. He's not dead. Yeah. You steal the envelope containing the papers. Uh, you make a run for it. You run into the lounge with Norbert on your heels when you are stopped by a security guard. What do you want to do? Have Scooby fake pregnancy again? <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Rids. Ravving twins. <laughs> Rhyme ravving rins. See, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't work with all of them. Yeah. Police. Scooby eats the birth certificate and takes a drink of scotch <laughs> uh, because he's making a parental effort to connect with his son. When, when Norbert arrives, is he, is downs he the a... father of the mayor's son? <laughs> Guys, when Norbert arrives, he downs a few vials of chloroform (laughs) and snacks on the body. Wait, we still have the body? The caterpillar's eating the body. It's in the the passenger seat, bro. (laughs) With the rest of the mystery ink crew in the back? Dude, we've got like six dead bodies in the van. God, I hope we don't get pulled over on the way. Oh, man. Body number seven. If oh. do. Dude, you just chugged chloroform. <laughs> Is that why we bought it? You thought it was for Joel? No, it was for us. You head to Osteen's house and he answers the door. Scooby is disguised as his maid. Suddenly, Scooby shoots Joel, in, shoots Joel in the kneecap and dangles him over his balcony. Joel screams and Norbert smashes him into the floor. Who I- are you? I'm your worst nightmare. Why would you try to kill me? Say, you know what you did, and then rub the almond butter on his feet. <laughs> I love that, dude. I imagine Scooby or, or Joel answering the door, and Scooby's in a maid outfit, and he goes, roll, and then he shoots him in the kneecap. <laughs> the maid outfit also didn't help us get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it was just for fun. <laughs> it didn't help us. Hey, it's all we did was shoot him in the. 
It's me. It's me, the maid. I'm outside the house with a gun. All right. You say. (laughs) Just because I wanted to dress up in my outfit. You say, "You you know what you did. He says, you don't recognize me, do you? You rub almond butter on Joel. <laughs> I'm Amelia. You're. you're <laughs> I'm Amelia. Your sexual abuse victim from when you were 12. No! Norbert laughs, laughs and Allsteet screams in agony and begs no! for his life. What is going on? What is happening? No. Just, just move past it. Get him to confess. Get him to confess to the murder. Oh. All right. So in Catalonia, uh, we have Tio de Nadal, a.k.a. Christmas Log. <laughs> Christmas Log. <laughs> this is a log with a face painted on it. Oh and gosh. kids feed him nuts and dried fruit and place him under a blanket under the Christmas tree. And on Christmas Eve, they beat the log with sticks <laughs> while singing about poop. Wait, well, what? I'm not finished. On Christmas morning, they get up to see that Tio has pooped out a pile of presents. What? <laughs> Where'd you say this was? Catalonia. Where's Catalonia? I know where I'm moving. Also in Spain. <laughs> I believe it was a region oh of Spain. Gosh. Oh my gosh. So, uh, is Tio de Nadal real or fake? I I man. want him to be real, so I will say real. Oh, man. If you crush my dreams, Spencer, I will crush you. <laughs> this seems so crazy that it might be true. Oh, man. I, this is really Like, tough. seriously, who cares about Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I want to beat a log. <laughs> Harrison, oh, what is man. your verdict? Okay. I'm going to go with false. Well, Rogers has a point on the board wow. because that's real. It's 100% <laughs> real. That is incredible. Who's oh, the man. noodle now? <laughs> so we had our Christmas service at church yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we were, we were having our Christmas service and it was like a musical program for the most part. Yeah, it was cool. So, and it was, it was good, but I kind of spaced out for a little bit Yeah. and I'm just sitting there and this is my thought process. I'm, I'm, cause it's like, they're talking about the nativity and all this stuff and they got all the little babies. Like there was like some babies with like donkey onesies really on. Cute. They were like asleep. It was, whole, it was so it, adorable. It was pretty cute. But as I'm looking at that, I'm like, man, Christmas is really cosmic. Uh, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Cosmic. Yes. That okay. is my, that was my thought process. God himself who is like outside time, this like super incredible, like thing we can't even comprehend. We can't even wrap our minds around how God functions or what God is. And he decides I'm going to come to earth. And I'm sitting there thinking like, if this was me, like if I am this all powerful being and I'm coming to earth to start my kingdom, I would come down like the light. I'm riding the lightning like Thor in, uh, in Infinity War. I come down. I'm like the power of the rainbow. I probably have golden skin or my hair is glowing like a Super Saiyan or something. Like mm-hmm. I look bad. I'm a warrior. I'm like okay, guys. I'm the son of God and I'm here to get business done. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's how I would do it because that's I don't know. It's, that's very macho to me yeah. in my head. But God decided I am going to be a baby. 
and work a life of hard labor with my hands doing carpentry in the Middle East for 30 years. Yeah. And let himself die after that. Gave yeah. himself up. But like the idea of, in my head of this this all-powerful God that we can't even wrap our minds around breaking through the walls of reality pretty much to descend into this human form of a helpless child. Like I was like, I'm sitting there thinking like, dang, that's pretty metal, bro. Like, like that's, that's my thought process as I'm sitting there in church. These weren't just innocent bystanders. These were enemies who felt the wrath of God's backhand. When tough love must get even tougher. God's backhand. When evil plays rough, God can play rougher.